It's uh, 16 minutes before the hour five, and yes, it is Radio Veritas, and it is Changing Gear with myself, Father Brian, a.k.a. Ndabaningi. And by the way, Ndabaningi is my first name. I always tell people, I actually got uh, to change my name when I entered religious life, because um, both father that I lived with, and Father Emil is one of them, they couldn't pronounce Ndabaningi. So they then said, okay, what's your first, what was your baptism name? And I said, okay, okay Brian. And so I then changed to Brian, but my first name is Brian, and um, I I go by anything. Uh, my first name is Ndabaningi, but I go by anything. I have now come to be known as Father Brian, but my first name is Ndabaningi. And it is Heritage Month, so <laughs> I think we're trying to claim our heritage. And uh, yeah, I don't want them Shangas to be to be, to be be a bit upset with me. I'm joined in studio now by, um, it's Spirit Wednesday, by the way, and I'm joined in studio by Dr. Wilson, sorry, by Father <laughs> By Father Joseph Wilson and Father Joseph, good afternoon. Yesterday. <laughs> Hello, Brian. How Hello, are you? I know I'm fine now. I actually thought you were a doctor, man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Any possibility of you getting that? Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Father, what do you have in store for us this afternoon? Uh, we're going to be speaking about uh, the spiritual authority of fathers oh. in the home. Hmm. And it is a very important um, item to speak about. The Bible is full of it. And um, I think it all begins from our Heavenly Father. Everything is taken from that. In a nutshell, spiritual authority of the Father is a spiritual structure. You can't see it, but everybody recognizes it, especially children. Okay, hang on, hang on. So, this spiritual authority, it's for all fathers, for some fathers, fathers, or specific fathers? It doesn't matter if the father is an atheist. It doesn't matter if he's not going to church. It doesn't matter if he's one foot in the grave. He has that God-given authority. What is it? What, 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 how, how, let's define that God-given authority yeah. that um, our, our, our dads have. Over v- us. Very, very good. Yeah. Um, I think the, the, the easiest definition would be taken from Ephesians chapter 5, verse 22, where um, Paul is talking about uh, marriage. He says, just as Christ is head of the church, so is the father head of his wife. There it is clearly stated. This is not about patriarchy, by the way. Patriarchy is abusive, and it is unchristian. But spiritual authority has... It, 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 it comes from the Father in heaven. He, he gives that. He builds it into a married family. Oh, he doesn't build it in now to people cohabiting. Why? Why is God discriminating, Father? Because uh, um, the fact that I'm cohabitating <coughs> sometimes, it's not because I don't want to get married or to marry. It's because I can't afford it. And uh, I find myself... So I actually, when I hear something like that, I feel that it discriminates against people. It's, it's like people want to live in sin. I do admit that some people would, yeah. would find they're casual. But there's some people who don't get married because, first of all, A, they don't have the means. Mm. Now, if that person who is in a loving relationship with this uh, person, with this woman that they have and they have kids, are you saying to me and are you saying to us this afternoon that they do not have that spiritual authority that is given to all 
men by no, God. No, it's not given to men. It's all given fathers. to fathers. Yeah, but to all fathers, to people. Yeah, uh, fathers blessed by God in 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 a blessed marriage. Otherwise, you're 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 going against the word of God, which is uh, remember what said in Ephesians five twenty two. Just as um, just as Christ is head of the church, so is a husband. See, it's husband, not just a father. It's not just uh, uh, somebody who impregnates a woman. He's not talking about that. So is a husband head of his wife. That is spiritual authority. We're, we're not talking about God giving that authority to a cohabitee. Foot and side, yeah. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Sure. So, so we're, there's, we're there's, speaking, there's we're, discrimination there. But well, anyhow. well, well, God, God won't bless what He doesn't bless. Now it sounds like um, an oxymoron, but yeah. God doesn't bless what He doesn't bless. He's okay. not blessing cohabiting. Yeah. Now moving on, let's get into yeah. that spiritual authority yeah. that is given to those yeah. husbands and fathers who are in blessed unions, right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Break it down yeah. for us. Um. I think we're in a, we're, first of all, we're in a beautiful continent, a beautiful country. But one of the problems is that there is the absence of fathers. I'm not talking about those who produce children. I'm talking about the, the man like Benedict Daswa, for example, who was a father of six children. Who carried his babies on his own back. That's right. Mm. And uh, um, doing that doesn't belittle him, it actually enhances him as a father. And the, the, um, the Lord Jesus himself says in Luke 11, and again in Matthew 7, if a child asks his father for a fish, he will not give him a snake. Mm-hmm. If he asks for an egg, he will not give him a scorpion. Or if he asks him for bread, he will not give him a stone. So this is representing good fathers. Jesus says, though you who are evil know how to give good things to your children, how much more will the Heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him? Now, here's the point. Fathers reflect the fatherhood of God. And the fatherhood of God, first of all, he's loving. Um, As it says in Scripture, uh, Psalm 103, verse 13, Just as the Father has compassion on his children, so the Lord has compassion on those who fear him. And then he says in Second Corinthians 6, verse 18, I will be a father to you, and you will be sons and daughters to me. Okay. Okay. So, the the father builds this spiritual authority into the very marriage structure. Mm-hmm. It doesn't mean that the father is superior to the wife. Okay. It means they've got different roles, which are complementary. He's got his strengths. Yes. The woman has got her strengths. Yeah. And they are to complement each other okay. when they are, you know, meeting difficulties. They help each other. Yeah, so the complementarity. So what this is telling us about our dads who were married to our mothers in the church of the altar, Mm -hmm. it means that they have so much 
power and authority over us, their sons and daughters, spiritually. Am I correct? Exactly right. Now, let's break or unpack yeah. that power. Yeah. What can that power do? Because I come from a culture where our dads or even our mothers, unfortunately, could curse us or exactly could right. open the way for us. Exactly right, Father Brian. Yeah. Um, the mm. default position of a father is to bless his children. Okay. Uh, just as Abraham blessed Isaac, Isaac ble- blessed Jacob, Jacob blessed the 12 sons, and a special blessing to Joseph and that, mm-hmm. and so on. That's the default position, blessing. But uh, plenty of people come to us who have been cursed by their fathers. Mm-hmm. I remember one young lady um, uh, coming to me a number of years ago, and her father said over her, you will not pass your matric until you are 30 years of age. Mm-hmm. And you know what? She nev- she's a bright young girl. She wasn't jawling or anything like that. She was applied to her studies. She never passed her exams. She came, and I didn't know the real reason. Uh, we prayed for her for two years. She didn't pass. Uh, then um, we began to pray about her matric, And the third year, guess what? She was well prepared, but on the morning of her exam, (laughs) the train stopped on the railway track for an hour. So she got into the examination hall one hour late. Anyway, she she underwent a deliverance, and the Holy Spirit told our prayer team, be specific. And we, we, uh, what's that be specific about? And it clicked with us. Specify the the, the curse pronounced over her. Mm. So she's a very, very gentle girl, very quiet. So we said as the prayer team, the words of cursing spoken by your father, specific now, yeah. you will not pass your exam until you're 30. We bind, we bind them it in and the break name it in the name of Jesus. Jesus. She exploded. Voila just almost hit the roof. And after that, she passed her exam. Wow, wow. To all the parents that are listening right now, you could be driving home, you could be driving to work, you could be driving from somewhere. You realize we're talking about spiritual power. And as parents, we have power. And I use the word we deliberately because I'm a parent too. We have power over our children, over, uh, over, over the people that are entrusted in our care. And sometimes we need to be very careful with our words because they can make or break the people that we think or we claim to love. And in the end, we do and cause a lot of harm. If you're just stuck in traffic, take it easy. Allow us to take you home. And please respect other road users and do not touch that towel. We're going to take a musical break.